I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 428 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action that's coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, I have an awesome guest to bring you guys today. Gunnar Peterson is a personal trainer who works with celebrities and professional athletes. He is also an author, speaker, and developer of fitness equipment and major fitness programs. He has worked with athletes from the NBA, the NHL, the NFL, and professional boxers. He helps actors prepare for certain roles in movies. Jennifer Lopez once said that Gunnar was the best trainer she ever had. Sylvester Stallone was so gracious for Gunnar's help that he gave him a role in Rocky Balboa. Sports Illustrated has dubbed Gunnar the fitness guru and the trainer to the stars. He puts an emphasis on the importance of focusing on functional training. Today, we put the focus on Gunnar, the father. Gunnar Peterson will be here with me in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. And today's interview with Gunnar Peterson was recorded on video and is available for you guys to watch on my YouTube channel. So if you'd like to watch the conversation between the fitness guru and myself, please subscribe to First Class Fatherhood on YouTube. The link is in the description of today's podcast episode. Okay, and I have had the honor of having other dads who are personal trainers on the podcast here. So if you are in the market uh, for some additional motivation or looking for some ideas and wisdom on getting in shape, go back and take a listen to my interviews with Steve Weatherford, the NFL's fittest man, Chris Powell, the host of Extreme Weight Loss, Mata Abdelhamid, who was the personal trainer for Jason Momoa, and so many other dads here who have given great advice on health and fitness, all available in the archives of the podcast. All right, and Wednesday on the show here, I am going to welcome a New York City icon and radio host, Curtis Lewa will be joining me here. Curtis founded the Guardian Angels. You may have seen them protecting the streets of your neighborhood wearing their signature red berets. Don't miss out on that one. It's going to be a lot of fun. All right, make sure you guys are following me on Instagram at Alec underscore Lace to find out all the upcoming guest announcements. If you're enjoying the podcast, please consider leaving me a rating or review on iTunes. It really goes a long way to help me out. And as always, dads, please help me spread the word about this podcast. Every father in your neighborhood or in your contact list, let them know about the show that's here celebrating fatherhood and family life. Fatherhood rocks. Family values rule, and every day is Father's Day. Right here with me, and I'm going to be right back with the trainer to the stars, Gunnar Peterson. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, if we learned anything this last year, it's that building health and immunity is more important than ever, and that all begins with what you put on your plate. Belcampo is on a mission to revolutionize the meat industry for the well-being of people, the planet, and animals by farming meat the right way with certified humane, regenerative, and climate-positive practices, which means it's better for you, the planet, and the animals. That's a trifecta that I'm proud to be a part of, and right now, First Class Fatherhood listeners can have Belcampo sustainably raised meats delivered right to your door using my promo code FATHERHOOD at belcampo.com forward slash fatherhood and get 20% off your first order. Go visit belcampo.com forward slash fatherhood. Use the promo code FATHERHOOD at the checkout and save 20% off your first order at Belcampo. Joining me now, First Class Father, Gunnar Peterson. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Wow, that's uh, that's a heavy title. I got to carry that now. I got to earn that. Got to keep earning that every day now, I guess. Yeah, that's what you are when you come on the show here. So let's start it right there. How many kids do you have and how old are they? I have five kids. How old am I? No, how old are they? Oh, how old are they? Okay, good. We're getting personal right out of the gate. Um, 
I have five kids. I have 22, 21, 16, four and a half, and 11 months. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Brand new one there. So yeah, I got, I got four myself. We got three boys and then got the girl on the fourth try. Otherwise I'd have five right along with you. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Keep swinging. Right. Did, did you guys, did you guys do any for the 11 month old? Did you guys do any kind of gender reveal to find out what you have it? Or did you wait to the end to find out? No, we, I always ask, I don't, I'm not big on surprises. And especially if, uh, knowing ahead of time, I can get a leg up in planning and prep, then I'm all for that. Okay, good stuff. Gunner. I'll, ta- if you I'll could- take any advantage I can get. <laughs> right on there. If you could, just take a minute here uh, just to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do. I'm a personal trainer in um, Beverly Hills, California, uh, strength coach for the LA Lakers, and um, I've been doing this for 30 years. Yeah, you've had a very successful career doing what you do. You've, you've worked with some incredible people. Along, along this journey here, Gunner, about how old were you when you first became a father? And how did becoming a father kind of change your perspective on life? I was 35, uh, 36 maybe, 36. Um, it changes everything. I mean, it changes everything. But it's funny. Someone said to me um, when it was first happening, someone said to me, and she, it's a woman and she's still a friend. And I, I appreciate the candor. At the time, it was a punch in the face. But she goes, your life is over. And I said, what? What are you talking about? And she goes, your life, as you know it, is over. And I appreciate the qualifier, um, but it it's true. You're, what you think, what you know, what you do, what you think you're going to do, all that changes. And um, I think ultimately it changes for the good. It changes the way it's supposed to change. And as long as you can come to terms with that, I think you're going to be fine. But we, I think if you fight that, it's uh, it's it's... I mean, I suppose you win it on some levels, but it's don't fight it. Uh, my, my advice would be don't fight it. Go with that. Um, it takes on its own life. It, it has a pace uh, of its own. It, it changes gears on its own. Just just go along for the ride. Don't try to control everything. Try to enjoy it. I, I know I made a bunch of mistakes early on. I probably made some this morning. Who knows? But, uh, you know, if, if you're always trying to do the right thing, if you're always putting family first, if you realize that your whole life, you've been number one, right? You've been the gold medalist. If you realize you're still going to be on the podium, but you're going to be number three now. It's going to be your wife, they're going to switch between the gold and the silver medal, and you're always going to be a bronze. You're good. You're good. Yeah, yeah, well said, Gunner. Yeah, I, I, when you dads ask me, you know, sometimes I tell them your life is just beginning, you know, so I like to to flip it on that. And what would you say, what, what would you say are some of the top values that you hope to instill in your kids as they grow up? Um, honesty is the first one. Just be honest, be straight. If you broke the window, tell me you broke the window. Let's not play the game. We're going to get the window fixed at some point. You know, it's a lot. If you, if you don't tell the truth about things, it's not just, um, the thing that's the problem. It's now the thing plus the fact that you didn't tell the truth. So now we have two problems. Um, the other one is be, be kind, be nice, be, you know, don't sweat it all the time. You don't have to win. You don't have to be angry all the time. You don't have to be negative. You don't have to weigh in on everything. Not everything is that important. And I think you you realize that if you're, I'm pretty detailed, pretty OCD guy, um, you know, when the spills happen and the things and you try to control it, you realize you can't, you know, that's why they made paper towels, clean it up, move on. And I think if if you can, if I could have learned that earlier on, it would have been 
uh, less hard going in the beginning. Yeah, good stuff, Gunner. And one of the things that's challenging for a lot of new dads, we always hear the term dad bod. Uh, dads are sleeping less. They're eating at different hours and stuff like that. So uh, they have less time to maybe hit the gym and do these things. What kind of advice do you have for the new dads out there that are trying to prevent that dad bod? And what are your advice do you have for the dads that already got it and are trying to lose it? I say your priorities are, are skewed. I mean, I look at this. If I can't take it, I have to take care of me so I can take care of everybody else. So uh, if it means getting up earlier, then it means getting up earlier. If it means I'm tired, it means I'm tired. But I'm going to ultimately make sure I get my workouts in. I'm going to make better choices food-wise. I'm going to do my best with the sleep. That you know, That's a, that's, that's a battle you're probably not going to win. But if you, if you decide that you're going to take charge of the things you can control – and the sleep when you're going to just do your best and, and when you can make up for lost sleep, you know, catch that nap, sleep in the day you can sleep in, but don't let the food go. Don't let the workouts go. Um, try to manage your stress levels as best you can stay hydrated. Um, there are little things uh, to me. That's a, that's a cop out. Oh, and then they'll say, well, you're a trainer. So no, it's not, I'm a trainer. You know, you work in finance. Does that mean you're rich? I don't think so. Or you probably still wouldn't be working at this time of your life, but you're working your way through it. Well, I'm working my way through the fitness part. I don't miss my workouts. It's a non-negotiable. And I think if you take that tack, you're better off um, as a person, but but also as a dad. I want to be involved and engaged in my kids' activities and sports. I don't want to just be on the sideline, you know, not able to to, to participate and to, to play with them. Yeah, well said. And what about for the dads out there, Gunner, that are looking to get into what you do, personal training? Uh, is that something that uh, they can sidestep into as a side gig? What about for the you know the dads that are interested in maybe taking that on? What kind of advice do you have for them in getting started in that kind of career? I'd say I think you hit the word on the head, career. Make sure you treat it as a career and not a job. Make sure you're going to invest yourself in it. Make sure you're going to do the homework. Don't think that just because you spent time in a gym that you can be a trainer. Don't think that just because you are genetically blessed and have a good physique that you can be a trainer. It's like, you know, I fly a lot, right? I've, I travel a fair amount. I have my whole life, but that by no means means I should get up in the cockpit and, and think I'm a pilot. Uh, you know, I, that's just not how it works. So if you are going to transition to that career, do your homework, um, keep the field, um, up certified, make sure the field grows as you grow, right? You don't want to muddy the water and be the next guy in there without any certificates and, and certifications. You haven't bothered to do the weekend cert of, the kettlebell and you're just in there swinging them around like do your homework come prepared try to add something to the collective not try not to just be another barnacle on the good ship fitness yeah and what about now i know obviously the coronavirus has impacted everybody's lay of life everybody's way of life everything that we do how has it affected the personal training i know gyms were very hard hit uh they're one of the last to open a lot of them are reclosing now so how has it been for you during this entire coronavirus and and going about personal training well, we made some changes like everybody did. We did some things on Zoom. I ended up having to email a lot of programs to people. Um, and as we're open, you know, it's it's we're small. We're 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 two guys in five thousand square feet uh, working with people. There's a lot of um, hand sanitizer and there's a lot of disinfectant being used. Someone said to me, "It smells like a swimming pool in here." I said, "You know, it's it's better than smelling like a virus, right?" So. If that's the trade-off we make, then that's what we're going to do. We're going to keep things clean. We're going to we're going to do our best to 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 fight it. Um, 
we're not going to succumb. And, and hopefully, just like the fatherhood thing, we're going to make less mistakes than we may have. Yeah, I'm bringing it back into you as a dad here. What, what type of disciplinarian would you say you are as a father? And is that different than the discipline style that you grew up with? All right, dads, are you ready to get your side hustle on? I've been driving with Uber for over five years now, and it is a phenomenal way to bring in some extra income for your family. And if you've ever considered driving for Uber, why not take advantage of their sign-up bonus by using my promo code 99N9K. I'm also going to drop a link in the description of today's podcast episode. Just tap the link. It'll bring you right to Uber Driver's sign-up page. And as long as you meet with the terms and conditions, you get a bonus and I get a bonus. A fair exchange is no crime. So what are you guys waiting for? Get out there and start making a little side money with Uber and use my promo code 99N9K and start making some extra income for your family today. Yeah, I'm bringing it back into you as a dad here. What what type of disciplinarian would you say you are as a father? And is that different than the discipline style that you grew up with? Oh, wow. That's not my strong suit. You know, I'll sit down and talk through it. I'm always curious. Why'd you do that? Why was that okay? What made you think that was okay? Um, I'm not big on taking their phones away. I need my kids to have phones, you know, when they reach a certain age, I need to be able to reach them. I need to be able to text them. So I don't take the phone away. Um, I, you know, I'm fine with no dessert or, you know, no iPad, that kind of stuff. But really, I want them to learn from what they did more about themselves than about the repercussions if it's some crazy transgression, which I haven't experienced, you know, knock on wood, um, then we'll get to that. But when it's something that's just like you should have known better or you should have thought that through, I want them to to know themselves, like what made them think that it was OK to do that? And and we'll have a conversation about it. I'm not big yeah, on wh- taking stuff away. I, I'm not big on banishing them to their rooms. I like the time with my kids. I want to spend as much time with them as I can. They grow up fast. I mean, my 22 year old's gone out of college. She's done. My 21 year old's in college in Texas right now. So, you know, I, 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 you miss those times. I don't want that time to be spent with me downstairs and them up in their rooms. Yeah. And, and on that gunner, my oldest is only 14. He just started high school this year. So I got, I'm just about to get into all these stages of driving and introduction to drugs, party scene, dating and all that stuff. And my youngest is my only girl. So I already dread that stage when, when she gets to that stage, you've already been there. You got 20 year olds. What kind of advice or how did you kind of handle it when your kids got old enough to hit that dating scene? Well, the drug thing is funny. You touch on that because I told people at some point, I think I'm going to go into that. And they said, how old are your kids? I said, you know, 13, 14. They said, take a look around. They might already be. And that was a shocker for me that, but you know, Sorry if I'm naive, if I'm late to the party, so to speak. It's different in every community, but I don't think any community is immune to it. The driving thing is always going to be tough to get used to. I wonder if my parents, even now in their 80s, think it's weird that I'm driving. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's just a, it's just a, it's a, it's a rite of passage, and it happens. And my daughter's 16, and she drives, and she's probably a better driver than all of us. But actually, my middle son is probably the best driver. He just has a natural thing. Maybe a little riskier, but he has a natural feel for um, all things automated and, and automotive. Um, but she's driving, and it's funny to look at her. I mean, I can remember she was in the baby seat. I can remember having this thing with her where I said, buckle your seatbelt, and she refused. And I tapped the brakes, and she flew forward into the front of the into the back of the front seat. And I said, that's why you got to buckle your seatbelt. And from then on, she's been, you know, a perfect passenger and now she's moved on to perfect driver. So it's a hard transition. It's hard to let the reins go. 
Yeah, I, I'm uh, bracing myself for impact myself when I get there. So, yep. um, and, and, and then just touching on this, too, because because of the uh, quarantine that's been going on, a lot of kids, their sports have been canceled. A lot of outdoor activities where they used to get a lot of their exercise and stuff. Unfortunately, video game time has expanded. Now they do school. They're on the computer now more than ever before. So how do we kind of keep our kids in shape, keep them motivated to stay healthy and to be physically active? So I'm pretty straightforward with my kids about that. Um, I don't mind using the word fat. I don't think it's a bad word. I think it's, it's, it exists. And you say, if you eat this, too much of this, too often, you will get fat. If you don't mind being fat, no problem, eat it. But if that's something you're trying to not be, then, then let's pump the brakes. Um, and from the activity standpoint, I t- teach them how food is a fuel and it's energy in. So energy has to come out. You expend that through activity, movement. Um, and... and uh, we did. We started doing some obstacle courses in the backyard, and people say, "Well, I can't do that in the backyard. I don't have a big backyard." I saw a guy who posted a video, a terrific video of an obstacle course he did inside his house. It was climbing over the sofa, walking across cushions. He, the kids had to do army crawl. They had to do push-ups. They had to stuff. I included some cognitive um, components to it, so. My little guy would have to sprint and then he'd have to crawl under something and then he'd have to stop and trace lines on a chalkboard and the initials of his name. So he had to slow down all the physical and focus on the mental and harness the energy. And then uh, I made sure I added different planes of motion. So he's doing stuff sideways, backwards. He's he's carrying uh, overhead things. And, and we try to make it creative. We try to do it with household items. Um, a couple fitness things that I had around, but but it was there were a lot of household items used. So get creative, have fun and become part of that process. Again, don't be on the sideline, be on the field with them. Yeah. Well said. Yeah. I had Joel DeSena on quite a while back. He's the, the, uh, the Spartan race uh, creator and he, he's got his kids carrying chains, all kinds of crazy stuff there too. So he, he's pretty hardcore with it. And I, I know how, how you mentioned there, you want your kids to have the phones, obviously, so you can stay in touch with them, but how do you kind of manage it? It's been difficult for all of us, especially now more than ever to kind of keep our kids away from these digital devices, the iPads, the video games, how do you kind of handle or monitor that with your kids, especially the younger ones? Well, during mealtime, it's pencils down. I mean, it's definitely everybody, you know, it's like Dodge City back in the day. You leave your you leave your weapon at the city limits. So those aren't at the table. And afterwards, it's a certain amount of time they get them, right? Like, it's fine. He can watch. My little guy watches these shows that are five minutes or eight minutes long. And it can be you get two shows tonight or you get three shows. And that's what it is. And it, And usually it matches up to something that he had to do um academically or physically so it's work on your letters for this much time and you get that much time on a show and if he says this is a long time i'm doing this so long you say that that's not even half the time of what a show would be so we're starting to teach him a little bit about um what a minute feels like right and um there's a trade-off you're not going to win every battle sometimes you got to give in sometimes on the weekend i let them stay up late my wife is cool with that and, and and she runs that show most of the time and she gets it and um you know, has her ear to the ground in terms of she knows what he can take and that he can, it's okay if he's up a little bit later on Saturday night. Yeah. yeah a challenge and a workaround for sure. Some compromise involved all the way. What, what about what's, what's next for you here, Gunner? What kind of plan, a lot of success already. What kind of goals or plans you have for yourself for the future here? Well, let's see, let's see if we can expand this gym business, maybe take one somewhere else. Um, maybe head down South to, nashville or georgia or somewhere i like it down there let's see what happens and um maybe get something if there's something that we can put out to the masses that creates um the right mindset 
vis-a-vis fitness. Let's see if we can do that, whether it's television or streaming or something where it's not such an ominous um, endeavor. People go, oh, I can't start working out. I haven't worked out in 15 years. I'm past that. Maybe I'll just walk in my neighborhood. If we can put something out that shows them that, yeah, they can do it, I'd like to be part of that. Awesome. Because, yeah, I'd love to because see we, that. Because you, because you can. You really can. You're never out of the game. That's the cool thing about fitness. You're never out of the game. No matter how far gone you let your body go, no matter how far away from it you are mentally, there's always a way to get back in. Yeah, good stuff, Gunnar. Last thing I want to hit you with here, you may have touched on a little bit some of your answers, but I'd love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast, what type of advice do you have for the new dad or for that about-to-be father who's out there listening? Enjoy every second. Enjoy every second. Even the stuff that's not enjoyable take a pause and realize that that's going to be a story somewhere that's going to add to the, the, the fabric of your life and, and just enjoy every second. It goes by so fast. Yeah. Very well said. I love the message. This has been an honor for me. I got to say, Gunnar Peterson, your first class father all the way. Thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time here on first class fatherhood. I appreciate your having me on. Thank you. You do great stuff. I'm glad to be part of it. Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I got to give a special thank you once again to Gunnar Peterson for giving me a few minutes of his time here. That was so cool. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys, or drop me that DM on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love to read your feedback. Lock it in. Wednesday on the podcast, iconic New Yorker, radio host, and founder of the Guardian Angels, Curtis Lewa joins me here on the podcast. That's going to be a lot of fun. Make sure you get over there and hit me with a subscribe on YouTube. Follow me on Instagram at Alec underscore Lace for all the upcoming guest announcements. That's all I got for you guys today. I'm Alec Lace. Thank you for listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first class fathers. Oh.